Welcome! Welcome to the Super Hot Bad Guy Podcast, where we talk about the thrilling and dangerous guys and gals of media, movies, comics, and more. <laughs> no, there's not comics. And why we find them so sexy. <laughs> we lost our intro sheet. But I like that intro. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have our guest today. It's going to be my husband, Alan Dykfus. And our producer. Yep. And mm-hmm. our he's our benefactor, our producer. He creates the visuals for each episode. Like, yeah. And, oh, he created our logo as well. So welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Alan. <laughs> welcome. Thank you very much. I was wow. doing the welcome, welcome, welcome <laughs> thing. Do you want to talk about yourself? What, what do if we I ask you about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what do I talk about myself? Well, like, do you want to say, like, what you do for a living or oh. why you're oh, here today? Well, what I'm like? here because you asked me and we're married. And I thought <laughs> I like, and I like horror movies like you as well. And um, you, I never liked Jason ever before. So, but we went through and watched all of them and um, I decided to come help you out. On At this, your so. behest. So yes, this is yes. a horror movie that, <laughs> She got you into a horror series? Well, she didn't like it either. No, we hate We Jason. both hate her. Oh. So, but she asked me to go along with this. Here's a way, uh, so. <laughs> way to introduce you to this show. Yeah. What are the horror movie series that you got her into? And I know there's mm. one early on. Cemetery that... Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got her into Ravenous as well. Ravenous. One. Oh I love gosh. Ravenous. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I got her in that one too. Um, yeah, but that's the reason I came on here. Yeah, and, and uh, oh, I'm supposed to say what I do. Oh, I, I work in video games. I just do art and art direction and concept art and everything like that. Do you want to say like sure. what game you're creating right at the moment? Uh, I'm working on Dead Labs and we make a game called State of Decay. Um, we're making mm-hmm. the sequel right now. Nice. It's a, it's a uh, zombie game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big zombie fan, but I do like what we do oh, something a little different. Zombies. So that's yeah. what's kind of cool. A video game with zombies? Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. but no, no it's it looks very cool. beautiful. Yeah, we're getting there. It's, it's looking good. It's coming out next year. It is gross at times, but I, I enjoy it. It's more about the people and less about the killing, which is kind of a cool change for video games mm-hmm. in yeah. general. So um, that's why we like doing it. But I do most of the graphic design right now. So that's awesome. Oh, that's yep. cool. So happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, happy Friday the 13th. Yes. And happy Friday the 13th. Um, when mm-hmm. we, I think, Eric, you chose to do Friday the 13th for October, and little did we know we were actually... Uh, we we had a Friday October the thirteenth upon us, and so lucky. lucky. And I wasn't even yeah. being lucky clever because I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, what is everyone's Halloween plans? I think I might actually go to Eric's for his Halloween party. Yeah, I think that'll be really fun. My my Describe partner. Party. My partner and I host parties where we generally make a ton of food because we hate being hungry at the end of parties. And uh, this year we will probably have dancing the basement because we have this place that has a nice Your house cool is basement. huge too. It's got a basement <laughs> <laughs> and an upstairs and a big backyard. So we'll see what the weather's like because there's outdoor stuff. Like I'm tempted to do like bobbing for apples and like really corny Halloween stuff before oh, the sun so goes cool. down. Your, yeah. your backyard has like little like trees in it and everything. And we have like... a fire pit and stuff. So we could have a fire going to keep it warm over by the bobbing for apples. That and that's so where fun. people go smoke and stuff too. Yeah. So that's... That's beautiful. That'd but be yeah, awesome. I'd like to do... We had one dance party that went reasonably well. I'd like to have another actual 
active dance party in the basement again because it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and uh it'll be the last like the last party we throw before it gets so cold in the basement that we can't do it <laughs> until yeah. we like invest in heavy rugs no yeah. you can have uh like a less than zero you can have like an ice party mm-hmm. oh yeah so yeah we just don't <laughs> have um so we don't have a theme for the halloween party but i know that i'm throwing one because one of our friends told me they told me they didn't do anything last year because we weren't throwing a party and they thought we were going to and this was in our old tiny place so we were like i guess we should do should do do you have more than a one room with like a tv in it with like a vcr or something we have a projector in the basement you could play movies on mute in the rooms that have TVs. That's what I, yeah, that's what I did that's for the last That's something that one. most people mess up parties. That yeah. they really need to start taking advantage of. The first one we did was a yeah. cartoon dance party where people dressed <laughs> up as cartoon characters. I and we just that. played old cartoons on the projector with music going. That's why I liked that dance party. It got going and then you'd look over and just kind of see what cartoons were on. Yeah. <laughs> what about Halloween night? Isn't it? Uh, probably a Monday. Weekday. Well, that's actually my Friday. Halloween's so. the 30... It's, it's the 30th, the 30th of every that's October. The 30th. Yeah. 30th. It's the only <laughs> month with 38 days. Don't you know? 38. Well, October. 38th. I'm an October birthday, so October is longer for me because, you know, you just you add as many days. Oh, it's a Tuesday. But, like, but do you oh, guys nice. have a costume picked out yet? I have two. Go on. Last year, I wanted to be a really weird insane clown but because people were shooting at clowns um and getting arrested <laughs> yeah i didn't do that and i actually ended up not doing anything but this year will be this very year, clown is yeah this year clown i never remember 2017. yeah it's gonna be so much it's gonna be so saturated with clowns that it wouldn't be like worth it except to go to karaoke and just sing like we all float the like, toast of like october will be, be buttered with clowns yeah but I do want to be the girl you can also from do, like, float on and oh yeah, I just want to do karaoke as a clown and just say we all float. Come with me. <laughs> um, but I do also really want to be the I never remember names, but the girl from Game of Thrones that just says shame. I just want to walk around. <laughs> oh no! I just want to walk around Capitol Hill throwing things at people and just yelling shame while ringing a bell. Throw candy at them so they know you're joking. Because otherwise, like, are you? <laughs> oh my god, that'd be great! Just like throw candy out and throw shame. What if they yeah. think you're protesting gay Halloween or like anything Jesus. that you could be protesting? That oh, it's I Halloween. could do like rainbow ribbons where I'm just like shit. Oh well, no, no, no. No, maybe we should Toby taken the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Only shame the outfits you don't like and just go shame. Oh, oh my god, that'd be so great. Or to just follow someone around yeah, and they're person. just like, why is she following? Is she following? Just me? a naked friend. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite yeah, costumes no. one year was Darth Hater, where I just was like hating on people's costumes. And <laughs> wow. In a Darth I didn't Hater even mask. think about that, that people would just no, take Natasha, it like a completely different way. Have someone have one of your friends be in like a nude suit. And walk in oh, front wow. of you. That'd be so great. Or just a green screen, because it wasn't her body. It was actually yeah. a fake body, I believe, in the episode. So it was like a green <laughs> God, suit, like that'd be Charlie. So great. No. They had <laughs> like Charlie. God, I love that so much. Do you know how bad I want a morph suit? <laughs> Lightsaber bad guys. <laughs> Eric, what are you gonna dress up as? Uh I haven't thought about it yet. I just made that Nazgul costume for a Hobbit party we just oh, threw. Yeah. And I'd like to use it again because I made these really elaborate gloves, but I'd like to make like a creepier mask. Because I used a store-bought mask that I saw at Value Village, and it just looked really cool. I thought they did a really good job. 
if I find an outfit at Value Village that fits me, I'll get that. But I'm just going to recycle what I've been wearing the last 10 years. It's always been my MO anyway. Yeah. I'll just kind of turn it into something else by like adding an item and calling and saying I'm something different. But um, last Halloween, I didn't do anything. And I bought this really cool rubber snake that I had a cool name for. And I think I said it on the podcast. So I actually have to go back and listen to it to find his name. But I am going to dress up at my work, which is like a restaurant. So I've never yeah. dressed up like at a restaurant before for Halloween. So I'm kind of like nervous and excited about that. So I'm going to do something very like age appropriate. Is there like a code of conduct just on that? Probably just all age, like plus like the, our normal attire. Like we can't wear skirts too, too far above our knees and things like that. Um, and then Alan and I are, go- are invited to... A pretty cool sounding Halloween party that incidentally and unfortunately is on the same night as Eric's party. So I can't go even though that's so cool. I'm really upset. You could change the date though. Um, <laughs> uh, but Please, please. Your party sounds good. Keep going. It's the type of Halloween party that's very public and you buy tickets and they are renting a space on Dexter Avenue and there's a minimum of 300 people. So it's like choose who you invite wisely so i'm obviously choosing to invite my husband and then there's it sounds like there's some crypticon folk that will be in attendance so that will be fun so i know that i'll have like really great horror conversations um and then kendra is having a halloween party it's she's throwing it in in november Kendra. Kendra that we always talk about, that we always end up talking about on this podcast somehow. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't met Literally, her since that. I haven't met her since that party. No. It's completely get, fair. So someone like brought you. No, huh? yeah, I was a friend of a friend at that party. I, I can oh. Then I can bring you this time. So she's having her Halloween party. I think she did the same thing last year where she has so many people that she's inviting, has so much to do at the tail end of October that she's just throwing her Halloween party in November but it's costume only, which means Alan isn't going because he does not wear costumes for Halloween. Nope. You want to use my stormtrooper suit? No. He will not wear too it. Far. He will look at it. What about ring wrath? <laughs> He'll do like um, a mask. No. Hmm. What do you? I'm sure you can say you look sweatshirt. Like He'll wear a black sweatshirt and then a mask that he'll wear sometime. Yeah. Half of the time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dress up in Halloween. It's yeah. not for me. And then Halloween night, I don't. I, I want. I, I would hope I to stay home care. because Halloween night for me in Wisconsin, we never got kids that came to our house, and that was a big deal to me. And I'd be alone at home, and no kids would come to our house because we were in the far, the boonies. Yeah. So I'd always actually dress up the house as a young child, and I'd hope that kids would come to our door. And I'd always be sad. And so <laughs> now that I'm sad. older, now that I'm older, I kind of have this fantasy that I hope kids would come here, and we just bought this house. So I don't know if there will be kids, but my hope is that. We get to stay here and I get to see some kids because it's probably my favorite part. Just like seeing children come. Dressed up. And, yeah, which is yeah. actually, even though I don't like dressing up, I like seeing children dressed up. Which yeah. is just, because they're just having Ew, fun. Ew, Alan. <laughs> well, That's not what this is about. <laughs> but in real life, not on the internet. I mean, so. Oh, damn. Now that is what this is about. On Halloween. Well, okay. it's probably bad, I, yeah. too. Yeah. You're not making it just better. keeps, like, digging that hole. You're not making Sorry. it better, Dan Harmon. It's fine. I did, used to be a, I did used to be a total... I used to be the same way, like, just like, I don't dress up. It, uh, but you I, dress up all the time now. Now, yeah, I, now I do, okay. but it was, uh, like... I, 
I didn't get when I was uh, younger, like, dressing up as a way to, you know, be the thing that scares you. Or stuff like that. Yeah. And I was then, just always a princess. So I missed that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was an old lady once. I just feel oh, like I fine. never have the it's funds okay to create or buy an outfit. Like, I feel like at 31, I feel like I have never had the money to put into a Halloween costume that I would actually want to wear. Yeah, same. <laughs> How much did you spend on your I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I, I will never wear that for Halloween either. I will never oh, I cop out. Cop that's, out. That's so <laughs> good of you. All right. That so. party we met at, my brother did wear his stormtrooper too, I just realized. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think was I realized there? that mm-hmm. your brother was there that night. Mm-hmm. Did I not? He was the stormtrooper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are covering the Friday the 13th franchise and Jason Voorhees. I am actually really excited about this because, I mean, originally, I it was a little bit daunting because I, I had never seen a Friday the 13th film before the, my preparation for Freddy vs. Jason in the theaters. And so at that time in my life, I was still in high school and I, I watched all of the Friday the 13th films and I hated all of them. I was in and out of my room. They all kind of blended together into one film. I couldn't tell them apart. And so ever since then, I have just always very heavily disliked Jason um, until now. And so as much as I still hate some of the films, I really love some of the films. And I love Jason just in general. Wait, so you were preparing for Jason versus Freddy when you watched Friday the 13th? Originally, yeah. So before Friday, before Freddy versus Jason was But you liked theaters, Freddy growing up. I loved Freddy Krueger. I was very excited about this film. And so I was like, oh, well, I can't watch Freddy vs. Jason without never having seen a Friday the 13th film. Okay. So I rented them all, and I watched them all, and it was awful. (laughs) And then I'm actually going to take this time to, like, actually share a story that I don't think I shared for the Freddy Krueger podcast because I was going to wait until we did a a Jason one. What's his last name? Voorhees. Jason Voorhees episode, <laughs> Friday the 13th. Um, so, Freddy versus Jason, was that big to any of the rest of you guys? No. no. I watched it and hated it. The biggest That's moment fair. for me was, is that yeah. now we're doing Jason and they had yeah. a crossover. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, this was in 2003. I think I was, I think I was 14 or 15 when this film came out. And so I... I had a lot of friends that were Jason Voorhees fans, and I was in a small town at the time. I was in Port Angeles, and we had a very small theater. And I had never, until that time, like been like at a first showing of a of a movie before at a theater, and so that was very exciting all in itself. But then when we walked in, like none of the crowd, nobody waiting in line, had planned this out beforehand. But as soon as you walk into the theater, it's only two rows. There's just one like kind of hall down the middle and then you split. So there's two sides to the theater. And as soon as we all kind of started filing in, this guy was like, Jason on one side, Freddy on the other. And so we all, Ooh. as a, an accumulative like crowd, everybody wa- that wanted Freddy to win was on the right-hand side and everybody voting for Jason was on the left. Oh, that's so the enti- cool. Yeah. And so the entire film, that made it we better. were yelling and screaming yeah. like we were watching a wrestling match. And it was absolutely the number one coolest theater experience still. And I mean, the movie, I know it's not that great, but 
that theater experience was just, especially at the end of the film, it was so intense. Yeah, that would have made it way better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like yeah. my friend that I went with, he was on the Jason side and I was on the Freddy side, so I was like super, just like, I felt How like, dare you? I felt like white hot anger and like all this like emotion, so I've been waiting for a very long time to share that story. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna let one of you guys talk for a moment. <laughs> I feel like that's how you should do Harry Potter showings. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Harry versus how? What, what do you mean? Just Slytherin and Gryffindor. I think. Yeah. I oh, think you just cool. do a straight yeah. split. You just oh. like awesome. split the room into fours. Yeah, I thought I it'd be like better that. for another child. I mean, every, everybody, everybody though. already knew what was gonna happen, so <laughs> maybe it wasn't as big. Yeah, but I still think that would have been fun. Oh, I should pull up my notes. I don't want to sit with oh. Slytherins with their no popcorn or. I... <laughs> didn't like Jason versus Freddy mainly because I actually really liked Jason and I liked the films because they're like those it was like nostalgia like they're those like teenage horror films it was kind of made me feel like the way I watched Scream like Scream was not a good horror movie by any means but it was like that same makeup of just like teenage are you saying at the time or still now still now like it's still like even me watching it it was like oh this makes me feel like it did when i first started watching scream and was Mm -hmm. like these aren't great movies but Mm -hmm. these are like teenage horror films like you're they're not meant to be like amazing they're just meant to be like kind of gory and i definitely hated scream when it came out but i totally consider it a classic now but freddy versus jason alan and i watched last night and it was so it's like every time I see it, it gets more and more offensive. And I watched mm. Freddy vs. Jason last year when we did our Freddy Krueger podcast. And I still I still wasn't as affected as I was last night with the rape jokes and the homophobia and the sexism. And I'm sure like next time I watch it, it's going to be even worse. Mm. Um, I, ar- I arrived at Freddy vs. Jason completely on the other side for the first time in my life because I've always watched that movie coming from, like, the Freddy franchise because I'm so familiar with Freddy Krueger films. Mm-hmm. But last night I was so programmed into paying attention to Jason and caring about Jason. Freddy Krueger, for the first time, felt so alien to me. And he, w- he was such a bully. Mm-hmm. And Jason was such a sweet, innocent, like... Yeah, pure no. like and sleepy well, especially man. Especially in that movie. That's what yeah. he. <laughs> Let yeah. me ask too, like, what so side? Sleepy. What side of the theater had more people on it? Um, I think at the time I was afraid to look, oh. but I was intimidated so by how many people sitting on the I Jason would, side. I would guess Jason because I think there's like this evolution of rooting for Jason. That's oh, yeah. part of his character, whereas. Freddy Krueger, you're definitely not supposed to like root for, him. Root for Which until is why you're a they fan and you just like, like love movies. Which is funny and more charismatic is because mm-hmm. like you're not supposed to root for him. Jason, he he like doesn't really have any real personality, but the backstory yeah. you're just like God. Well, that's why I root for him as like a force yeah. though. It's like, yeah. yeah, through this franchise, I was desperately grasping at anything to find any sort of a personality with Jason, and some films had a lot of personality, and it always depends on the director and the person playing Jason. Um, But did you guys watch any or all of the films for this? Because Alan and I just decided to watch all of them because he had never seen them, and I didn't remember anything, so that was not a prerequisite for this recording, but we just did it anyway. Was kind of what I did, because I felt like those Mm -hmm. were like the most classic ones. Oh, but the sixth! 
I watched three and four. I watched three and four because those were he gets the mask in three, and then we've got creepy kid in four. Yeah. Feldman. (laughs) (laughs) Get off those stairs. Um. But I, I did that because that's where like the more like iconic character comes out, and I, I wanted to focus on that versus the franchise. For what they ended up doing with him. Yeah. But a good question to whip around though. We'll start with Alan. Yeah. What side of the theater would you have been on? I guess right. What side of the theater are you on right now? Oh, that's a good question. Ah. After since we've all been yeah. been more and since we've done Freddy accustomed before, to both franchises. Yeah, I think it would be Jason. Uh, just because oh, of the fuck you. Well, <laughs> well I think it, it, he comes across as almost like um, I think of Superman and Batman, uh, where Superman is super powerful, can do everything. I think of that as Freddy, and then I think of Jason. He feels more like Batman, or I, I feel like he's just a normal guy. It's just his strength. Yeah, yeah, it's just there's just more human to him. He has a story that's more sad. Like I said, yeah. I, it's not really sad that Freddy Krueger was a. I believe he abducted children and killed it's them. It's not really sad that Freddy Krueger was a oh, well, child got, molester. Yeah, and he got yeah. burnt yeah. in a house. That's not really yeah. sad to me. And that Jason just drowned because people were awful to him. Yeah, kids yeah. just were bullying him around. Yeah. So because I kids think it was him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as an artist, though, as someone who, I, I mean, I, when I think of like creativity and stuff like that, I think more of uh, Freddy better, though. I think there's more creative visuals, ideas with him compared yeah. to Jason. Jason is oh, more yeah. just a typical beat him up type of guy which actually isn't really what i'm into but i like the character as a just a whole like he's someone that you can easily like sympathize with but i do feel like they miss like a huge opportunity to go after the bullies because which side of the theater are you on oh jason i've i like i've always liked jason but um i think i used to be jason uh because that's more what i grew up with and it's like the quintessential slasher flicks the quintessential slasher casts yeah. But after we did the Freddy versus Krueger and I like researched all this goofy shit, I was like, I kind of like do like how goofy Freddy <laughs> goofy. Like, yeah. is. Very like, he yeah. actually appeals more to, mm-hmm. I think, who I am now, whereas Jason is like a little more like dark and brooding, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, when that movie came out, though, exactly. my knowledge of the films, I would have been on side Jason mm-hmm. because that's where I was at. Whereas yeah. now I'm now I'm a Freddy. I... <laughs> I would have definitely still been on Freddy's side, but of the theater, like I, I was back then. But after watching Freddy versus Jason, Freddy's such an asshole, and Jason's—they make Jason so sweet in that film that if I watched it a second time in a the theater, I don't know, I don't know what I would have chosen because definitely last night I was on Jason's side, especially yeah. after watching the franchise. Yeah. What is so? You guys didn't watch rewatch all of these, but what was your favorite? version what movie had your favorite version of jason in it the first time i saw friday the 13th i was watching reruns of like uh three and four and then all of the uh five and six or at least one where like the kid did it is that that's the fourth one with cory feldman oh wait what are you talking about not where so cory feldman kills jason at the end of that one but i thought there was one where the kid was the murderer the whole time um that's the second that's the one afterwards which is um i can't remember the new beginning it's the fifth friday the 13th film so it's Corey feldman grown up a little bit so i should have probably watched that one again because i remembered that but technically jason is not in that movie yeah oh yeah because it's it's not jason so spoiler alert 
the the Jason in that film, he's running around wearing the hockey mask, but it's actually a uh, an ambulance driver. Yeah, or a driver, yeah. Because at the beginning of the film, his kid that he gave up for adoption, he goes and takes him on a gurney because his son is is murdered senselessly so he just takes the jason idea and he runs around killing the cast of the film as jason but it's not jason at all jason is dead in that film so yeah so i saw that one and then (laughs) after seeing the reruns someone showed me jason x which was so funny. Hate I hate it. I did it remind you of the Power Rangers? But you, you have to. Oh, no. I mean, well, gave me a Power slight, Rangers vibe. Slightly better production quality, yeah. as far as some rubber looked like. Oh, metal. not the new pa- not some the newer the Power Rangers. Uh oh. They're oh no no! I didn't mean the new the Power Rangers movie. I meant like the newer seasons of the shitty Power Rangers. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. But, I haven't seen that either. But Jason okay. X was smart. I think it it comes across that it knows what it is. And I didn't it, like it at all. I, I, I felt I felt that all the the stereotypes they were putting in there all in place, all perfect. It's just the the opening where it takes place at Crystal was it Crystal Lake facilities or yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like it knows it's a joke already. David like Cronenberg yeah. is it's just pretty like... much a camp. In his like robe. in space, they just put this all these characters in space, and they have the good-looking girl, the good you know the science yeah. guy, and they have like kind of Star Gen- Trek vibes a little Genessa. bit even. Yeah, but it, I actually and the thought black it was guy insanely who supposedly smart. dies first. Yeah, that- yeah, but he has a great line too. Are you you said spoilers? Yeah, but he's like, I think it was like he gets stabbed with a spear in the side, and he's like, you have to do more than that. And he sp- puts another spear in him. He's like, okay, that does it, and then he <laughs> dies. So that that just shows how there's just a smartness to that movie, and it just brought in the stupid things of the 90s like things always had to be bigger better louder and like he gets more upgraded throughout the movie like it's visuals that look super tacky i was finishing but... off crystal lake memories today mm-hmm. and that's the what six hour or so docu- a 400 minute documentary on all of the franchise mm-hmm. and they were describing the production of jason x and how they meant for it to be a much darker more serious like um the Dark Knight type feel where it was taken seriously, but the the company, the whoever, the new line, the yeah, the officials or whoever, mm. they were like, this is a post scream world. You have to be self referential. You have mm-hmm. to call out things about like horror films in general. You have to be silly. You have to have these very stereotyped characters that are making fun of themselves. Mm. And so they, the filmmakers, were kind of in a way disappointed. Like it had very bright colors in it when they were expecting it to be more like i'm assuming they didn't want it to look like alien or anything but they wanted it to be more serious but i was cool like there was a scene in that film where jason's mask had like a rainbow over it and i thought that was very beautiful like Mm. i was like where is that gif on tumblr Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um and then also jason x since this is like a is jason Voorhees like sexualized or not in jason x they put him in that um that room that is like like a holodeck and they give him a camp crystal like setting and he's like oh fuck am i home this is one of my that is one of the, my favorite parts of the movie it's where amazing. there's just two like virgins who are about to have sex and then like they get in their sleeping bags and like he just hits them. donkey kongs them yeah. like just like <laughs> smashes the sleeping bags it's so silly violence that i was like and maybe it was pandering to a generation of horror fan who, like, maybe needed that. But I felt 
they were just appealing to the a comedy sense in me because yeah. that wasn't nostalgic for me at all. I just thought it, it was, was for like me. I thought it was generally like you know they're trying to lower this force that you're used to being scared of in this way, and then by the end of Jason X, you're really not even scared of it because it's just become a fun romp. But I do think that the fun was back, and that was like why some other fans respect Jason X or recommended it still. It's very popular with the general fans. But with that scene, it's like those girls, I don't know if through the franchise there was people wondering how Jason would react to a situation like that because he kind of zeroes in on like people having sex and people taking their tops off and and things like that. And it is because I think I really did not see it alluded to specifically in any of the films, but we're supposed to be under the impression, except for Freddy versus Jason, but we're supposed to be under the impression that camp counselors were doing promiscuous things while the camp kids drowned Jason. And so that's why he's always like focusing in on like that in particular. But in this movie, he has two very beautiful young girls taking their clothes off, looking right at him and being like, do you want a smoke pot? Do you want to have sex? And they like get into their sleeping bags and they're waiting for him. And he just looks at them and his reaction is to pick up a sleeping bag with a girl in it and beat the other girl with the other girl and beat them to death. Because um, he's very angry with them and he, his first and only thought is to kill them. So it's like, I, I guess in his mind, he's like, oh, to your, this is two people to kill. And that's what he took it as. So I I don't know. It might answer some questions that people might have had up until that point of like, what would happen if, if a beautiful woman approached Jason? I don't I mean, think he would yeah. know what to do. Like he I mean, so he knows what to do because he sees it all the time. Well, he sees it, but I feel like he, dry, <laughs> he died so young and then he had this like, this disease that deformed him and kind of made him a little... Well, he wasn't... I don't think he was really as slow as they, they like alluded off to. Because the mom was, like, homeschooling him. But, like, they alluded to him being, like, slow and then, like, deformed. Like, I mean, you could see it as much mm-hmm. as you want. But, like, real life interaction. If you don't know what to do he with that. He had none. He had none. And then, like, you know, you you hear all these... Like, if you research different serial killers, like, why they would kill. It's like, oh, they got this person made them angry. They couldn't get it up. Or something happened when they were supposed to have sex. And then it's like... Oh, he killed all these prostitutes because they, like, either made fun of him or he just, like, fucking didn't know what to do and got frustrated. Like, that could be part of it, too, where he's yeah. just like, I don't know what to do. What, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to do with you? I mean, it's certainly yeah. sexually based. Definitely. I mean, I made one note. Rain or water, you're dead. Sex, you're dead. And those were kind of, like, the most constant. Whereas pretty much anything else was sort of a 50-50, but water and... Water and sex, like, almost for sure. There's one couple in the second movie, third movie, that has sex near a body, and they get away with it, but that's because that's the first time you see the body, so it's like, oh, gotta Mm. mix your reveals. The first through the third films, I do get confused about, except I know that the third one is where he gets his mask from that Afro kid, the Jewish jokey kid. One of the stoner archetypes. Yes. Oh, and then also the pink, or the pink movie. The second movie is the movie where everybody wears pink pants. The pink movie. (laughs) (laughs) 
That that third movie, when I was going through and making my notes, I had to make gender notations because I kept forgetting. Like when I was learning their names, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah," because I was so like, confusing. "Wait, is uh is Chill the female stoner yeah. or the male stoner?" And then like Chris is Shelly is yeah. a boy. Yeah, <laughs> Chris is the girl. Yeah, and then like confusing. So when I was going through my notes, I was like, "Debbie, boy." I was like, "Was he a boy?" Yeah, <laughs> it was a girl. It was yeah. a girl though. Uh, Alan, what was your favorite? What movie had your favorite Jason in it? Oh gosh, my favorite Jason. Oh wow, I think is it which one's the one with Corey Feldman? That's the, the fourth one. one. Yeah, probably that one. I think is the most. I like that one the most in the sense of just he was the most iconic. I'd say, but it's not my favorite movie again. If we're, if we're, but I know that's another thing. To yeah. say, but I'd say it's the the best of him. Um, I also. We'll say I like Jason X because it's so over the top uh, when he gets. And I'm saying this in a sense of you don't even like Jason. Well, well, but, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm well, sorry. when he gets upgraded, especially when he gets upgraded, because I uh, find, wait, 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 hold on. Just because I work in a world where I'm told to make things shinier, metaler, more fire, <laughs> make it bigger, make it this. If you work in video games, that's what all that's all they want. It's something crazy armor over everything. They made that because it almost just felt like me being told, Alan, design the next Jason. And I had to do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, what did I just do? This is the worst design I've ever seen. And that's what I felt about it. Like, I, I designed it and I was forced to do it. And I'm just laughing at it. This is what they want. This <laughs> is what they want. Do you know what I'm hearing in my head when I picture the upgraded Jason, like, bursting through with the lights behind him? Yeah. I hear the horn music from... Either it was either Batman Forever or Batman and Robin. Yeah. Just that the horns. <laughs> yeah. It's so with stupid. All of the actiony <laughs> like Batman oh. bullshit. That's why I like Wait, it. Have you have you seen Jason X, Natasha? No. Will you play her the end of the last Jason part X? Of it? The last yes. Right when, now. Can you pause it? <laughs> yes, because that final when Jason gets taken out for reals. Still have it. Uh, I can. Like, we might still it. have it. Hold Hold on. On. We might still have it. I'm gonna, pause it. I'm gonna use the bathroom. <laughs> so we just showed Natasha the Jason X amazing death scene as far as I've always thought it was amazing and the thing about Jason deaths is like they usually result in maybe he's not dead something yeah. Halloween would steal like later so how did you feel about that death scene as it is his it was... most recent death scene since it's in the future god it was kind of awful um and weird and so is Jason like, <laughs> yeah. This was like, like metal face, Jason. It looks like they tried to make him look like like a comic book character, and I can't really think of the name of the comic book character. But that's kind of it's more soldier. Yeah, I think more in the soldier realm. The way that yeah. they built him when they rebuilt him, because for some of the for some of Jason X, he is in his original garb, but then he basically it's a basically um three D printed. Kind of three D. So it's like this is flesh. his three D yeah. printed version of what he wanted to look like. Well, his corpse oh. falls into it, and yeah. then it rebuilds his body how it thinks it should be built. Oh, that's kind of what happens. Yeah. Okay, it's really deep. It's really so deep. Three D printer, yeah. Jason. <laughs> I see. I just but... love his red eyes. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> it's so stupid. Look how stupid it is. Natasha. I can just yeah. see a big guy so, like make so it like going, red, make it silver, make going it brain. Back to the fact that that's. Yeah. That's Alan's, one of Alan's favorite Jasons. <laughs> this is kind of why. Like, it's so over the top that I think if, like, your kid was afraid of Jason and you were having trouble with that, 
you could show them Jason X and they'd be like, oh, Not it's of just <laughs> silly. It's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a silly movie thing. Because even yeah. the deaths are not there's a great to be horror I no they're even. one of my favorite deaths is actually in this movie too is what they freeze a girl's face oh yeah and then he yeah. slams it on the, <laughs> the counter like it's one of the coolest deaths most I've ever of his cool. freddy kills are in this movie though like his super freddy no no i mean his kills are like they're freddy, more freddy. Oh, okay. he's right Jason i agree yeah like, they're more they're over super... the top they're not just like stabbing as much yeah yeah, yeah. all right natasha what who, what movie contains your favorite jason oh the second one okay. i liked the second one the second because favorite. he looks like very seattle no well no well maybe <laughs> i don't he's know like um, mountain man yeah i feel like he, there's a little bit more creepiness to it because he's just like wears a sack it kind of reminded me of like um the chainsaw massacres where like you know the weird family living in the hills like Mm. kidnapping travelers like the kid wears this mask and he like wears people's faces and it's weird and it kind of loses that weirdness when he just like takes the hockey mask like i get why he does it and he bulks up somehow yeah but i liked how he was just like this weird like guy that lives in the woods he was a huge myth that was yeah. true, which I also find really fascinating when people find out, like, the boogeyman that they thought was fake was, like, actually this real entity in their town that mm-hmm. they just used to scare kids, but they're like, oh, fuck, it's real. Um, yeah, I liked that. That's cool. This is my theory on how he changes his looks. We always say, just in general, that, like, when Jason died, when Jason was drowned in the lake, blah, 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 blah. But obviously he survived, and so pretty much everybody agrees that he didn't drown. He just crawled into the forest and just decided not to leave because that's just as far as people have gotten. That he didn't die in the lake. He's still alive up until the fourth film. He's just a spooky kid. Yeah, and yeah, so, but the kid. reason why he looks so like he has like shoulder length hair, he has like a huge beard, he's wearing some flannel, he's very scrawny. And I'm thinking that. This was the first time he, like, went out. And so, like, up until that point, he got that look from just, like, seeing other people and stuff. But once he saw his mother killed, that's what kind of snaps him into action. And so he he goes out. He puts a bag on his head. But he was defeated. And so in the third film, that's when he spends his summer, like, or his, his winter kind of bulking up. He shaves his head. It's like a new look for him. He's just going to go out and try it. And he grabs the hockey mask because he's just always wanting to cover his face. And so from then on, that's where we get this look of Jason. Feels like more mark. I mean, your canon. Yeah, it's marketing. It is marketing, I know, but <laughs> I am trying to make sense of a mess. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of like thought it. it was more he was made to feel ashamed about himself. It almost seemed like when he drowned out that camp, that was the first time he had been around people. So, like, when you kind of, like, go through the back history of Jason and you realize, oh, his mom couldn't find a babysitter. So she had to bring him to his work or to her work. And it was, like, the first time he had been around, like, kids because she homeschooled him. And, like, (laughs) she, like, was always around him. This is why you don't homeschool. Yeah. Um, And, like, his dad left because of his, like, deformities and stuff. And so... Like, it was, like, the first time he was around people, and because he wasn't used to bullying, because he's never been to, like, a public school or anywhere in public, 
it was like he was made to feel so shamed that he just mm-hmm. went and hid. Like, I'm pretty sure they probably said things about, like, how much his mom hated him and stuff like that that you would say that really hit below the belt as Natasha. a kid. To, like, hurt so their feelings. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, this is needs what to get out. Because <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too, was that he didn't actually drown, but, like, because of the way that they treated him and they kind of just left him for dead, he just kind of scurried off, almost like a dog that's in trouble with their tails between their legs and they just yeah. kind of hide in a corner. Like, he just went and hid. And he was like, maybe, maybe his thought process is just like, my mom's better without me. Like, she can, she can kind of move on now and like have a life. And then to look and see that, like, she's killing all these people because she goes into this, like, crazy, like, psychosis where she, like, thinks her son, her dead son is talking to her. Like, kill them all, mommy. Kill them all. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Crazy lady. (laughs) And (laughs) she starts killing everybody. And And then then he's like, that's my mom. That's what I do. Yeah. And then she. That's his connection. Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets killed. And he's like, no. Because it. It doesn't seem like he was doing anything before. It was her sabotaging the camp. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it was became this big legend. But as soon as he saw her murdered, he was like, no, she wasn't better off without me. So then he just goes on like this crazy rampage. Yeah. But I wish they would have explained it a little bit more. Like, Yeah, that would have been they, awesome. Yeah. Like having <laughs> some kind of like origin story movie. Well, it was always like, I don't know why I'm missing this word. It's not the companies, but whoever the... Like, Paramount, basically. So they forced the filmmakers to make a sequel to the first one. They were never going to have a Jason in there in the first place. And then from that Camp Crystal Lake Memories documentary, it's like every, almost every step of the way, like the the sixth Friday the 13th film was just so gory and so gross and cool. And they completely... Or no, I'm sorry, it was the seventh one that they got like very good like gore and stuff and they just censored everything so it was like every step of the way they were either forcing them to do things that they didn't want or taking things away that they did want to do yeah and so that franchise was just absolutely cursed yeah Yeah. which one was it where i think it was like the third one amy Steele played her character but they wanted i think for the or the third one they wanted to like have her in a mental institution and that's kind of how the movie started and then she didn't want to do the movie ever again and so yeah. they had to like think of some other new con so it basically had to be exactly like almost exactly like the second one where they like start off with like kids going to camp well, like- <laughs> and the sixth friday the 13th they basically began that movie pretending that the fifth one never happened wow because mm-hmm. they had the fourth film was Corey feldman and his character was tommy jarvis and the Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis, is very friendly and socially awkward because he's a ch- he's a kid, but he's like, look at all this cool stuff I make. He's very, like, talkative. And at the end, he's very brave and he kills Jason and he's kind of affected by that. But then in the fifth movie, the I think he's supposed to be, just, I, think, I think it's supposed to be like four to six years later and Tommy Jarvis is like nearly catatonic. He's very serious. There's no, like, creativity. He's not artistic or anything. He's just... A very straight-laced, quiet, like, boring person. And then, in the sixth film, it's Tommy Jarvis again. And it's the same actor who was the star of Return of the Living Dead. Oh, wow. And he's very, um, he kind of, he he has this look of, like, um... Emilio he wasn't the star, he was the young kid in it. 
Because he went to the star. The star is... I don't know who the star of that Return was. of the Living Dead? Yeah, it's more like... He's the main a, character in Return the of kid the Living is Dead. Is the main character yes, in the movie? Yes, the blonde guy with the, with the suspenders. I didn't think it was the main character. I thought it was more of a side character. Who's the main character of Return of the Living Dead? I don't think Dead. there's a main character. so many characters. Trust me. The movie begins with him and follows his journey. Hmm. And he... Anyway... Who, you're saying that there just is no main character. I don't think there is a main character in the movie. Anyways, keep going. Anyways, keep going. Oh, I love being married. <laughs> um, he's very like Emilio Estevez looking, and in the sixth installment, he's like nothing like his character in the last film. He's very brave and he's very talkative and action oriented, and he just is hell bent oh. on getting revenge on Jason. And the filmmakers in the documentary said that they just basically pretended like the fifth one didn't exist, which is what I would like to do because but you almost I have to pretend like, like the fourth doesn't exist because he cuts Jason up in the fourth and well yeah. no 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 because the sixth one when he comes back he comes back as a zombie because from then on he's undead Jason oh so that's it, where that starts yeah, yeah so you this can't is why I stopped at four I guess I was just like yeah. that's where it got kind of creepy it gets good. <laughs> I love six. So if we were talking about our favorite movies, that's actually my favorite Alan album. And I, I think so we've watched that one the most. Unfortunately, my two favorite Jasons also just completely incidentally come out of my two favorite Friday the Thirteenth movies, which is the sixth one, and then also Jason Takes Manhattan, which is the no. eighth one. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So number eight, and number six are absolutely fun, far superior to any of the Why other. They're way more entertaining. Manhattan? Well, the last 10 because, minutes he Because does. the predator did. Yeah. <laughs> he takes Manhattan because Camp Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. And somehow they decided that Camp... That does he get on a bus? Oh. Crystal Lake is somehow attached through a river <laughs> to the Atlantic Ocean. Oh. And so at the end of the oh, seventh so film, he gets sank and he is down there. But then he gets electrocuted because somebody's boat attaches to him and then the electricity goes down and electrocutes him or something he gets on their boat the boat docks he gets on the dock goes on a cruise ship of a graduating class that's going to new york city so he spends most of the the movie on this very very late 80s boat and there's like all this color and there's like a dance room scene there's like a punk rocker girl with like a she gets killed by a guitar and stuff and then he winds up in New York City and he's like fighting on top of buildings and he's like killing people in alleys and is it a commentary because no one cares or what happens you know that's actually not a very well-rated film and it's my absolute favorite Jason Takes Manhattan is my favorite film of the whole franchise for sure because I feel like Takes Manhattan is where they start to go more Kruger-esque they're making well, but no but then they're they making stop. fun of the character but Jason isn't funny it's just sort of it's a little funny that he's in a different place I think that might be where X works. It's just that he it's in space full. with oh. the same force of nature. You I... might like the ones yeah. that I just mentioned. If yeah. you like Jason X, you might I like You're going to love this. That's why I'm playing it just because it, there's some scenes in Manhattan where he, he'll like, he's walking down the street and some guy's this like, I'm going to cut you scene. or something. And he just kind of turns around. He lifts his mask. This is what and I... then the guy looks at it and just like walks back. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> these, these punk kids are oh. like trying to rob Jason. Oh, at, in Times Square. It's so good. It's just like, it is, it's like, a he is actually just a zombie that they're having fun with. 
in the Absolutely, movies. Absolutely, yeah. Like what I'm playing right now is just showing you this kind of this one scene where this guy just sits here and fights him for probably about two minutes. Yeah, it's he's the, like, I'm gonna take this guy. This out. is actually worse than the they live fight scene because it's, a, it's actually just it's as long so as it. <laughs> one sided. But you know, we're gonna get to the edge of the roof, yep. and this guy's dead. <laughs> yep, that's what's so awesome yeah. about it. He's, he's like, I'm gonna take you out. We are watching. Right. We're reviewing the the famous punching, 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 punching scene on the roof of Takes Manhattan. But Markella track, told me this movie was to concern to most people a bad movie. How many like, takes worst, on this? Right? Guys but I like think. it. Oh, I hope not yeah, many. I hope not many. Yes, again, this is what I love about like old horror films. Like he goes running up the ladder of like what are those things called the fire escape yeah, yeah. on the top of a building and then just looks curiously over the edge like where do i go from here like you ran to the roof of the building where did you think you were gonna go <laughs> where am i gonna go i went up the stairs in this house no. yeah like like the front door was right next no but to they you. did that i this isn't exactly a spoiler but in the in the brand new it film there's a character that sees some bullies and instead of running to into a store a public store he runs into the a deserted alley. alley yeah thanks movie <laughs> oh, oh wow he doesn't Jason, punch he could have just punched him off a roof jason just punched but he punched his head off a roof the Into guy's the head thing. off of his body and it landed in a dumpster <laughs> oh my uh, god anyway that's okay. toxic masculinity right there it's <laughs> yeah. like you gotta prove yourself yeah that's right. why i that do recommend died. you see it it's really we had a fun time with it that wasn't effect. jason that killed that man it was yeah. his pride yeah <laughs> so my favorite my Number one favorite Jason. I'm surprised at least Natasha wasn't doing this because it's the super hot bad guy podcast, right? Yeah. Whenever we do a villain, I am trying to put myself in the shoes of a person that finds this villain attractive, whether I do or not. And so I was trying to find an instance or or an action or just a general idea or a background of what makes Jason sexually attractive to people or endearing to to people or lovable to people and so in part six jason lives he is played by a gentleman called cj graham and so there is a lot of close-up close-ups of jason's body in this movie and this is when he's freshly out of the grave and they went for a lot of the undead jason movies he's very like shiny and slimy and very gross but in this film he's just kind of like a kind of dried crusty zombie thing going on this is the only film where Jason is wearing a utility belt and it rests very snugly on his hips. And he has just all this like chunky stuff around his hip area. And they kind of, they were doing close-ups meant to show that he was wearing a utility belt, but they incidentally, they accidentally showed off basically his butt. And the actor, CJ, he has very nice thighs. So this is a film where they continually are showing off Jason's like awesome thick thighs and his cute butt and then there's also a scene in the movie where I think he murders someone up against a tree and he's kind of like bending over them on the ground and so you just see this very nice like shapely Jason butt so I think that was the most attracted I found him in any of the films and then personality wise I think it was the second time Kane Hodder played him, which was Jason Takes Manhattan, I think. And he had way more of a personality. Yes. That's when he started tilting his head. And that's when it's like he's standing on the side of the boat at night and there's like light behind him and he's like breathing really heavy. So you, you see he's like purposely trying to make his chest kind of move in and out. 
And just those little bits of Jason actually being a character for the first time was very wildly interesting. It's like, you do as little as tilt your head and breathe, and you're just like, oh my gosh, look at all this, like, new shit that's happening that we've never seen before in, like, five other films. Oh, and then the other times I kind of thought he was, like, a cute little, like, villain was any scene of him in the hockey mask where um, his eye holes are just kind of black. Because anytime I saw his eyes, I was like, ugh, I don't know. And then especially in um, the Freddy versus Jason, they said in the documentary that they made it a point to show his eyes to kind of show more emotion for him. But I just thought it looked awful. I thought he looked... That whole... Every Jason film should just have like shadowy eye holes. Because then he looks like a cute little little mask man. And that's what's cool yeah. about like the baghead version as well. Like, you know, he was never meant to be an antagonist. So they built him up from just complete mystery which i think is on my my turn offs and turn on section for how i broke jason down i was like he's very mysterious and very unseen and then he uses all these like very everyday objects so what you're afraid of is just someone who could just be lurking anywhere and once they gave that a face i did pay attention to those movies because that's the jason people see in pop culture but the real jason is just a force of nature that is intangible and you don't know where it's going to show up next but i think that's also where rooting for jason comes in i do wonder as well if giving him the thick thighs was like trying to get you to root for him more almost like oh those thighs will also make him sexy not like (laughs) scrawny freddy (laughs) krueger well it was like because even like uh kane hodder is most famous for playing jason and he has a very thick body but he does not have the thighs or the butt that cj had so i mean it was just we all and remember like, CJ's butt. I don't know. I don't know if it was a co- like the. I don't know if the utility belt was a coincidence. I don't know if they just threw that on him because it looked cool and it made him more intimidating. I don't know if somebody literally looked at that guy's lower body and was like, maybe we should throw a utility belt on that body. But I'm glad it was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Natasha, I was curious um, since I've been making fun of you for a year now about how that one one little tiny comment you made in our Freddy Krueger podcast about how you said you preferred Jason because he was so big. I was wondering if you wanted to elaborate on that now. That's on my list of turn-ons. He's definitely the tall, strong thing. Because yeah. at the time you were like, oh, I would totally climb Jason like a tree. Ooh, he's so hot. And I was like, oh, he's, he looks like he stinks. And you were like, no, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he totally does look like now that I rewatch Because <laughs> I hadn't seen it in so long, but all I remembered from Jason was just like, he's tall man in a mask and the the thing that was like super well what i thought was super hot about him is like i like those like quiet brooding types yeah even though i usually end up dating the opposite but it's like i find that so endearing like why are you so broken what (laughs) like like, what is going on because the counselors were having Having premarital sex. sex while the children teased you in the water no i i just thought like his character was so like there's something going on beneath the surface type of and then he just had like an attractive body type this like thick and tall could really just 
hold you at that and feel <laughs> secure. <laughs> to be honest. Take you to a hockey game. Well, last year when we were doing that uh, podcast and I was saying like, oh, he looks so smelly and stuff. I honestly completely forgot that he was ever human in the films. And so when I started rewatching the series and he was like, he had that like pukey white bald head and stuff, like pale naked baby bald head. I was like, well, he's not that smelly. And then when he, <laughs> after he died, I was like, oh, that's where I was coming from. His there, face gets worse later on. There are yeah. some later um, Friday the 13th films when he's a, Johnny, uh, uh, a zombie where he takes his mask off oh. and he Manhattan was just, the worst. Manhattan, I think, was the worst, actually. The seventh one, though, when he's in the basement and he gets his mask That was better out. makeup, yeah. That was cooler makeup. Though, and then yeah. Freddy versus yeah. Jason, too, when he's, like, coughing up water. But he... His teeth are fucked up. Like, his face looks like he was, like, just ripped to shreds and just decomposing. And it's, it's like, it's more like if I had to decide about, like, being romantic with Jason, I would be one of those, like, keep the mask on type. Oh, yeah. I, I only yeah. had three turnoffs in my turnoff <laughs> column. Face? face? Question mark face? though. Face, because I was like, well, <laughs> the maybe the, the maybe the mat maybe you're into the mask. Then I had <laughs> yeah. bad clothes, and then I had mom issues. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. He doesn't talk much either, so he doesn't yeah. talk. Yeah, so that's talk Did you guys catch that Arsenio Hall clip? Yeah, I didn't show that, that to Marco. I didn't have that on either. <laughs> that's you know that silence is golden. It's probably alright. Yeah. I mean, but did you guys watch that clip? No. Mm-hmm. There's the. It's on YouTube now, no, and it's. Show Mark Hall it's one. a. It's Arsenio Hall, yeah. and they brought out Jason Voorhees, and it's. I think it's Kane Hodder. It's Kane Hodder. And he sits down, and again, it's like it's an interview, but it's literally Arsenio Hall. It's this banter of like he's asking him questions. Jason doesn't react. Like maybe he'll like tilt his head or just stare at him with the mask. And you can't see his eyes. That's another moment where I'm pretty sure you can't see his eyes, even though it's like a brightly lit um, we had a stage. Bad YouTube video too. No, but still, I feel like that wasn't meant. His eyes weren't meant oh. to be seen. But it's that. Then the audience laughs, and then Arsenio will kind of verbally react, and then go on to a different question. And it's oh. like the best kind of like cadence and like flow for an interview of yeah. someone that won't talk back. And then at one point, because Arsenio is like leaning like really forward. And he touches Jason on his um, arm and Jason like totally freaks out and he like looks down and he looks up and it's like, he looks like a kitty cat. Like this whole interview, his mask is fitting in just the right way and he's behaving in such a way and reacting to our studio. Like Very when he touches him and yeah. stuff, he looks like a little kitten <laughs> that's like really upset. That's what I thought. And it's <laughs> so I felt like he's like a cat. It was very much like a cat. And right. I actually, so I saw, um, I went on Tumblr today and somebody had posted that video on Tumblr and I looked through the tags and so just one other person was like, he's acting like a cat. And I was like, yeah. That's so, that's so perfect because I got that too and you got that too. Yep. Mm. And then also um, one of the worst movies like visually for Jason was the fifth one where it's actually the ambulance driver driver who's Jason. But he's wearing a Jason mask that's shaped like a, like a dinner plate. It's oh, very yeah. circular. Uh, yeah. And it's like flat against the front of his face and it looks so dumb. He looks like the man in the moon or something. I like the ankles more. Not so flush. It was so yeah. circular. Yeah, it was like, it was a, like dish. a dinner plate. This is sort of in the things I find attractive or respectable about Jason, but let me get your take on this. So I noticed that his kills are generally, even if they're elaborate, they are quick. And I feel like 
if you average all his kills, he has the most quick deaths huh. versus long, drawn-out, painful, torturous deaths yeah. of, like, torture porn. Or even, like, even Freddy has a couple things where it draws out a little bit to really, like, oh, yeah. increase the terror. Sometimes mm. with Jason, it's just like, thunk, dead. Is yeah, Mike yeah. Myers? How about Mike Myers? How's he? Uh, Mike Myers? Oh. Is he kind of the same sort of? I suppose the reason I compare these two is that we've done Freddy and Jason, and yeah. we haven't done Mike Myers yeah. yet. I haven't there. even watched the whole Halloween series all the way through, but I know that especially in the beginning, like the first two Halloweens, it's a lot more, because he's a human being, so it's a lot more stocky, and it takes, most of the film is just like stalking certain people for a very yeah. long while. Um, I, I've never been yeah. a r- really big fan of how quickly Jason takes care of the characters or how quickly the characters are on screen because yeah. in most of the Jason films, throw there's a lot of throwaway characters that are just for kills. Studio, studio notes. That's what I was trying to say earlier. It's like when the studios come in and so I, I don't remember which Friday the 13th film it was, but they actually went back and shot like an entire different scene where they just took two people and just filmed them driving in a car and then they had to pull over and Jason kills them just because the studio wanted more people to be killed in the film. So it's like stuff like that that I just, I really don't care for just in a movie in general. But you're right, his kills are very quick. And I don't mind that specifically. And it's also not like, Freddy obviously enjoys it, whereas Jason is... One of those things, like, kind of like Michael Myers is sort of a force where, like, there doesn't seem to be any pleasure or, like, anything gained out of it. It's just, like, what he does. However, it's the only thing he wants to do. And in later Halloween, like, in the Halloween reboots, it seems like they sensationalized Michael Myers' drive Mm -hmm. a little bit, which was... But you also see Michael Myers, you see, like, his, his formative murder in the very first halloween movie whereas with jason you never see it because he yeah. was never meant to be the guy yeah so yeah it, it's a com- it's a really different villain kill wise although yeah. they both come back from the dead <laughs> that's bit. true they, um, they both have knives does he have a knife too uh so that's actually the funny thing does he have a as far knife? as weapons used it's usually the just, machete so it's part, usually the machete it's but I was waiting for a machete for a while, yeah, yeah. and I realized there's a machete in the first movie, mm-hmm. so it's the mom's weapon. Uh. In the second movie, he has the machete on an altar and gets killed by it, okay. but only uses it a couple times. Hmm. So then when I went into three, where he gets the mask, we've got a machete kill, four kills in, and then you get a knife that isn't necessarily a machete cool. so i was actually like looking for all these machetes machete, yeah. i was like, like where's the machete yeah. you know what occurred to me is that it is more everyday everyday items yeah. versus the machete because you've got mm-hmm. like i think a hammock. the end of the series they rely more on the machete because i think it became his iconic weapon he holds yeah and sure. like yeah. statues and drawings and yeah. like uh, i don't know like media it's weird because like yeah. in the 90s there was uh Ninja Turtles had Casey Jones. Do you remember him? And he had the machine. And he had the hockey no, stick. But he had a hockey stick, and I always wanted a hockey stick. So I'm like, you have a hockey mask, and Casey Jones would kill people with a hockey stick. Didn't Casey never... Jones wear a hockey mask? Yeah. Yes. That yeah. was that was like a like a good looking Jason, in my yeah. opinion. I guess oh, for, for sure. Because he had for long sure. hair, muscles, and he was I don't know. I always thought it was Paul Rudd, but with like 
Oh, wow, we yeah, actually, <laughs> wh- whoever can look up who came first, Casey Jones. I'm sure Casey Jones came after. Well, I don't know. I don't it was know. the 80s. Because, it was in the 80s. First of what? Casey Jones or Jason Voorhees with a hockey mask. Because I think the right. third movie Casey was, had to have been after the comic book. I think but not necessarily the comic book was really TV early. Yeah, I think, like, was Casey Jones looking like that in the comics? I think he was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's from, the, I believe he was. Oh my God, was, maybe yeah. he did it first. I don't, I don't want to know. You know but, who did it last, though? <laughs> Uh, Tiny Toons, How I Spent My Summer Vacation. Yes, that was a reaction to Friday the 13th. Yeah. That was a superb Jason A Jason Voorhees in the back of the the pig's car. The hitchhiker. Hampton J. Pig's car. That movie's also great. (laughs) (laughs) And the villain of that movie is Summer Vacation. Yeah, there's a lot of villains in that movie. Happy World Land is a villain. Happy World Land. Jesus Christ. Where all your dreams come true. So I actually forgot that in the third film, that was to me the first inkling of more of a, of Jason with a personality because he had a strut and it was in the scene where he's on the dock and you, it's the very first time we ever see him in the hockey mask. And when he's walking up to the girl that he's going to kill, he's on the dock and you kind of see him from far away and he has this like strut. And I was like, oh, he's like walking cool. Whereas before it was just like I can't stress enough how how much less of a personality he had that when he was walking kind of interesting that was like huge to me it was like seeing color for the first time in The Giver or something. I do think part three had a lot of the like not just getting the hockey mask but the cast of people he kills is super typical for the rest of horror films. And especially, they meet an old man who tells them to turn back in the beginning. Yeah. Like, that was pretty awesome. Amazing. <laughs> so, like, three really is, like, such a pinnacle horror movie, whether or not it's a Jason movie or not. But it's also kind of like, I don't know if it's the sexy Jason. Because if, you, if you like one and two, if you like Baghead Jason, this is the transition and maybe... It's something you're you're gonna have to work yourself into, yeah. but if you like the hockey mask, Jason, this is the first one, and like it is the kind of first swagger, and then like the knitting needles is something that I came back to where that was like, now that's where they were first like this isn't just camping items like a pickaxe or like all this stuff. Yeah, this is just an everyday item that yeah. this old lady has. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he, that's, that's your kill. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Three is probably my favorite, despite X, <laughs> because despite X, he makes me laugh. Three <laughs> is the like original like. And he had boy. a rainbow mask. For a second there, he For had a rainbow time. mask. Um, the seventh uh, film was interesting because that's when he's still a zombie. In that film, from behind, he has his spine visible for the whole thing, and. You know, I mean, I was pretty neutral on that, but what I thought was interesting was because in the film before, he they threw a chain around his neck and they chained him to the bottom of the ocean, but in this film, he comes back out of the water and he's walking around the entire film with this, like, chain around his neck and then it's also kind of, like, hanging down so you could, like, grab the chain and, like, pull him around. Nobody does that in the film. Yeah. And so I didn't bother to ask anyone into jason if that was ever a factor into like i don't know like ooh, he's wearing a chain but it was there and it's the only film where he he has that 
for some reason it's just miraculously off of him in the next film and he has a spine again but whatever i i mean the the bumps on his head always change around too sometimes he has a lazy eye sometimes mm-hmm. he does not so it's it's really always up to whoever's, whoever's doing the makeup doing yeah. yeah and whoever's directing uh in the eighth one he's not killing counselors anymore so it's really just, some people have tried to figure out, like, is it just people having sex? Is it just counselors? And it's really, I mean, obviously, it's really whoever walks up in front of them. The only time he doesn't kill someone is he's been very careful around kids, not knowing if he should kill the kids or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has killed the kids that have attacked him, or, tr- or I mean, tried to. And then also, he doesn't kill animals. There was a, a Friday the 13th where... You think that he killed the little dog, but then the dog is alive at the end. And then there's another film where he's just, like, around pets, and he just doesn't mess with them. Yeah. But it looks like he differentiates between pets and animals, because when he was still alive, obviously he survived in the woods forever. Yeah. So he'll kill animals to survive, Mm. but maybe... Not pets. Maybe just insects for protein. Well, I don't know. Or maybe he's, like, obviously he's just, like, not hungry, so he's not... He's probably around enough animals when he's not hungry to be like, well, I'm not going to kill you right now. I would think he'd be yeah. voracious. Oh, and then... <laughs> How did he get that big without eating protein? I don't know. Yeah, just a, he bugs. gets really bored. He's uh, just weightlifting. Is it, was it the chain when he said? He's bloated from drowning, yeah. and it's all so water If you look at this, you can slip yeah. through the different ones. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, so that kind of helps. His well, eyes we're, are weird. We are like, looking... Is this the new Friday the 13th game? No. So you can look through every I don't have everything unlocked, them. but you have some yeah. of them you can look at at least. But. So what do we like right now? I like part seven. Part like three, three... I don't like three that much. Part nine is... I don't like that. Oh, I love part eight. That's really attractive. Which one is eight? Um, I like the ones with the black mask, but I feel like that's almost a dinner plate. I think the eighth eighth film is Jason Takes Manhattan, which I also really thought he was attractive. That part six looks so weird. Which one is six? Six? That's the one we like. This is not a very good representation. I mean, this is just what the video game is interpreting as what he looks like in those films, but... This is supposed to be Jason Lives Part 6 that I keep talking about where he has a nice butt. But that's but very see his unattractive. Butt. There's two. There's two. And he two. looks... In the second one, he's like in his 20s. And this looks like... He's old. This looks just like normal Jason but with a bag over his head. I don't like that interpretation. Part 7, that one looks really cool. I like Although it when his mask is more form-fitting to his ninja face. Turtle. The mouth is a little wide. It is very Ninja Turtle. A little Ninja yeah. Turtle there we got going on, but it's alright. But you know, anyway, that's all I have unlocked. You can't see I all. I kind of them, wonder but. if some okay. of this Jason fashion was to sell toys and action figures because it's like, well, think about it. In the second movie, we got a guy with a bag on his head. Yeah. Now, if we put a hockey mask uh. on this guy, we can repurpose a thousand hockey well, action figures to... a year yeah. to be Jason masks. Those kids loved it. Like yeah. kids embraced oh, yeah. Jason. Like they, even and, though uh, they're not supposed to be watching it, they, they loved made it. him yeah. a very marketable in part yeah. three. And but they also like. The video game I played. The, the video horror game. genre yeah. like got a whole like bevy of <laughs> classic characters with part three. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Alan, uh-huh. is there a reason why in my notes for part eight why I put Goomba from Mario Brothers? Because what does that mean? Uh, maybe just because did I say he looked like the Goomba from Mario Brothers? Maybe I don't know why I wrote that, but it makes sense, I guess. Mm, I could see in that. a way. Maybe there was a part where he took his mask off and he looked like the Goombas. It might have been, yeah. Um, my notes for number nine, I just wrote one word that said gross. 
<laughs> that must have been a gross movie. Oh, number it. nine was Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, uh, that was the fucking worst. Fucking worst piece of shit. Alan and I both, um, separately, but then we started talking about it. Not only did we not like it and we were bored and confused, we were actually furious yeah. for the entire film. It I was couldn't fi- almost couldn't finish it. It was just boring. so offensive as a sequel to anything. And it wasn't like, oh, this is stupid. Oh, this part makes me upset. Yeah. It was just every step of the way, every choice, every every sentence. It was like, Bad. I wanted to rip my face off. Just felt like someone coming in like, I have ideas. Let's so, put wizards in there. Guess, guess what, Alan? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, that's what it felt like. So guess what? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Eric, when was the last time you reviewed Jason Goes to Hell? Didn't watch it not going to i remember when it it's came the coolest out name too when it came out yeah, that's yeah. exactly i was like everyone's like oh it's called jason goes it's like to the coolest hell. thing <laughs> in school because yeah. i was young and i was like whoa a movie came out with the name with the word hell in jason it goes that wasn't hellraiser let me yeah. um let me open this up for you so the rest of the franchise was pretty standard after where you stopped watching but in jason goes to hell it's the ninth film so all of a sudden, there's a, the guy that plays X in the X-Files. He's running around. He's a bounty hunter. He knows who Jason is. Oh, Jason gets blown up by a SWAT team at the beginning of the movie. He gets blown to bits by, like, a bunch of, like, NYPD or, like, whatever. Or, like, this Jason's sounds like the heart. bad Hellraiser. Jason's... Oh, Jesus Christ. No, it makes the bad detective, Hellraiser if there's a detective. look like a masterpiece. No, no. He's a, he's a trench coat-wearing bounty hunter... That is running around telling people that Jason had a sister, and that uh, the only Susan, way Susan, the only way Jason can be Dream. reborn is if Jason's heart. So a guy eats Jason's heart because the heart makes a guy eat it, and then the heart goes into the guy, and then the guy is Jason Voorhees, and you can see Jason in a mirror. And then the heart turns into a worm with a face on it, and the worm keeps keeps getting transferred from person to person, because the worm that's Jason is looking for his sister that he didn't know that he had, and the sister had a, has a daughter and a baby, and so this bounty hunter that knows everything about the Jason Voorhees family is telling people that Jason is looking for his family because once he does, he can be reborn into himself. So at the end of the movie, he goes up the vagina of his niece. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> in the basement, and she's wearing a diner's outfit. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. He goes into her vagina, and then he pops out of the floor in his Jason clothes as like a dead Jason zombie Jason, like he has been in the last four movies. And we're like, sure. Anyway, <laughs> so Alan, guess what? What? I learned from the documentary that Jason Goes to Hell, every single person in the crew, besides the actors of the film... Are dead. No. They were all under 25 years old, and the director was 23. Hmm. So, that so might give you a little bit of insight into why... Time. Why it was so horrible. Oh, jeez. I'm so mad just thinking about it. There we go. Somebody called the um, Jason X the Lord Zed jason <laughs> lord zed style jason yeah <laughs> reader repulsa would have hit it oh uh, absolutely with that attitude and, and the strength it? why did he <laughs> oh the way he was looking at it too it was just like the heart hypnotizes the coroner and the coroner is 
eating Jason's heart. Oh. Is that the brain or the heart? It's, it's the, the heart. heart. Because suddenly Jason's heart can hypnotize people. Oh, boy. Anyways, that's also how bad it is. Uh, it's just a boring movie. Now Jason know. goes to Hellraiser, I would watch. Well, that's yeah. another fan fiction probably thing. Also, when Jason goes to Hell. So this was moved from Paramount over to New Line Cinema. So at the end of this film... Jason's mask is laying in the dirt and Freddy Krueger's arm pops up out of the ground and pulls the mask down into the ground. So you see Freddy Krueger's glove. But then also in the film, there's a character looking around a house and he sees the Necronomicon from the Evil Dead. So both of those are in this film, which is obviously the only quality, the only quality content of the th- the whole thing. Yeah. Um... We never, I mean, we never see this in Star Trek either, to be honest, but we never see Jason eat, sleep, or use the bathroom. That's a true. thing. It's true. I mean, he was alive at one point. Because technically, like, he gets chopped in part two, and, like, part three, he's basically supposed to, he, he kills the gas station couple and, like, keeps going, and mm-hmm. I think they were trying to do the same, like, sort of, uh, thing they did in Hellraiser and... And Halloween, where a protagonist makes it through, like, a movie or two. And it didn't work because in part four, Chris didn't <laughs> want to come back. Yeah. But, yeah. What are you thinking? Well, I, I, was like, looking, I just saw the reflection of the... He's just playing Freddy... Or, uh, Jason well, the kills. So that's Kane Hodder right there's there, Kane by the Hodder, way. Yeah. So he's only in this movie as a security guard. Which Even though he's cool. the old Jason. Yeah. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> Alan, stop playing with the TV. The, we are doing something right now. I know. <laughs> Is Campbell in a single Jason movie? No. They always wanted They were so... Him. After Freddy vs. Jason, they were absolutely planning on doing a Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. But the whole thing just kind of... Oh, that's through. right. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. see that. They did a fan film, but I haven't seen it. Do you guys feel like moving on to, like, the internet content that I always gather? Or do you want yeah. to talk more about the movies? I'm ready for the internet. Um, on my Tumblr, I do follow a lot of horror blogs. And some of them do just, in general, post. Every once in a while, they'll post that, like, Freddy Jason content where it's the type of content where they want them in a relationship. So I just kind of see that as normal now. It's usually semi-okay drawn like cartoon figures of them like hugging on valentine's day and stuff like that so to me it's almost normal but it's really weird where that came out of because we watched freddy versus jason last night and i don't see anything in that film they have no chemistry Uh, no absolutely not no there's (laughs) there's nothing in that film that would that would lead to that and so i i feel like maybe it's just coming out of the fact that people have wanted to have a Freddy versus Jason film since the mid '80s, and it's just kind of grown mm. into something in people's heads. But as far as that goes online, there's a huge following for like a Freddy and Jason relationship on Deviant Art and also on Tumblr. Oh, and how then, would that relationship? I mean, I like the yeah. idea of that relationship, but it's never that's never actually been any sort of canon like they really don't like each other there's nothing yeah they're just like the the freddy versus jason movie is what it is on paper like i feel like there's nothing really to read into that um but 
It was so cute on the Crystal Camp Crystal Lake documentary when they were talking about Freddy versus Jason. The girl who plays Lori in Freddy versus Jason, she's the blonde protagonist with the huge breasts. Her name is Monica Kina, and she was very charming and very funny. Her interview consisted of she just loves she sounds like you, Natasha. She's just so intrigued by feeling sorry for Jason and she loves Jason and Jason is innocent and Jason is an angel and she says that at the end of the film Jason saves her life and they share this like bond where you know there's like a moment where Freddy Krueger is about to like kind of slash her on the dock and Jason takes Freddy's glove like arm because he rips his arm off and he stabs Freddy through the chest he saves her life and then they kind of they both defeat Freddy together and so the actress was saying that like she just loves Jason so genuinely and he's so innocent and pure and in this movie like she felt like he was protecting her and when she was saying that that sounds so much like what I see fans feel like online with like all kinds of different villains and it's this it mostly comes from female fans of horror of of, uh, well of villains in general but it's this feeling of like there's this villain that's violent and wild and crazy and nothing will stop nothing will stop them and and they nothing will tame them but me like I'm the special one they I'm the one that they will protect and like and that's basically how this actress was behaving with with what she was saying and it was so cool to like see someone and talk like that like yeah. in a movie um did you guys get anything from online and i looked Movies. into the comics a bit because he's a popular yeah, character didn't. to do there are some good comics is the best i can say they look like they they do yeah. very varied uh amounts of gore and then like types of story i think they do the psychological stories better than the Good one thing. they tried to do they do it they have yeah. a freddy an official like real freddy versus jason versus ash comic book mm-hmm. um there's a story that i saw someone add i think to a reddit thread because i'm trying reddit again i just always go back and forth with reddit but um people were on a thread talking about a pretty i've seen it a couple times online it's um it's a colored pencil drawing of Jason emerging from the lake, like, in a, ye- a very tiny yellow Speedo. And he's, <laughs> he has this, like, he's, like, holding a knife, but he's, like, I think he's, like, wiping his, like... <laughs> oh, that's awesome. He's covered in water, and he's just, like, emerging, and he's very, uh, that's like, amazing. muscular. And so there, people on this thread are, like, talking about, like, this topic in general. And this girl... Uh, and her name on Reddit was you slash girl gargoyle. She she said, well, I know that the time I dressed as Jason for Halloween, full heavy clothing, not a skimpy, sexy Jasonette or anything, got me hit on more than any other time in my life. I'm sure it says something about people's psychology and about how hideous I am that even a hockey mask cons- is considered an improvement. <laughs> But I was like, so no. Halloween's coming. Get your costumes ready. Ooh. You know, for real though, anybody walking around with like a mask over their face is so much more popular. And I've seen that here in Seattle. Like, Alan, remember that pancake night at the was it the Fun House where Eric was doing the um he was putting makeup oh, on a guy. Yeah, not so he, me. A different, different Eric. Eric. 
so the uh, a guy that does movie makeup, there was like a it was like a art and pancake night at the Funhouse, I think, or maybe it was El Corazon. Mm-hmm. But there was this guy, and he was like kind of dorky or whatever, and he put like monster makeup on him, and it took a couple hours, and apparently he went out with some very flashy attractive girls that night and went back to their hotel room and he was wearing this like full prosthetic like he basically looked like a monster or a demon or something and then um i don't know just people in general that like dress like deadpool and and spider-man and stuff people are way more accepting of like touching them and hugging them and like talking to them and then when they take their masks off they're like oh you're a stranger I don't know who you are. So there's definitely some psychology there's with that there. There's a lore to, like, a mask. Something about a mask. Yeah. Um, who said they started listening to Bizarre States? Was that you? hmm So Andrew Bowser, I didn't even, I clicked on this not even realizing this was one of his films, but they did, um, like, a sexy Freddy and Jason uh, short film in the Nerdist, like, uh, the, the comic book store, whatever, um, shit. Whatever their comic book store is. Meltdown. They filmed it at the Meltdown. Um, and it was Andrew Bowser and this other guy. And it's, it's actually, I didn't really like it very much, but I liked the idea behind it where they're in the comic book store and the guy has the sexy female Freddy and Jason statues next to him and he falls asleep and he dreams that sexy female Freddy and Jason are both trying to kill him. And then when he wakes up, in the comic book store, they're still there, and he gets saved by a sexy female Ash. Oh my. Um, there was surprisingly not that much, like, Friday the 13th porn, yeah. whereas there's a lot of, like, Freddy Krueger porn. Yeah. And so, you would think, like, they would be, like, I don't know, like, voyeuristic yeah. porn, porn for, like, Jason. I feel like there's a way there to make wasn't. that sexy. Yeah, but there wasn't that at all. I, you know how I used to gather those creep corner stories and I promised I wasn't going to go run around asking for it anymore? I did. Um, I approached a Tumblr user with the URL, Jason Vorme, please. (laughs) And their, their blog title's name was Jason Voorhees is my boyfriend. So let me pull up. They were so absolutely gracious enough to really take the initiative. And I guess, um, they have like a... Like a, like a little document where they keep exactly what I was asking for, which is like, hey, do you know any people that would like, including yourself, that would like tell me like, you know, why you lo- why you're attracted to Jason? And But there was so many. I feel like we have to take turns like reading these. And I haven't, I only read the first one, so I don't know what we're about to read. But... So, so I got this in an email. It says, Reasons why the Daily Jason Discord find Jason Voorhees attractive brought to you by Jason Vorme, please. So I'll read the first one. Basically, I'm really into large, ugly, mysterious men that could easily kill me with their bare hands. Bonus points if they are apathetic. That way, if they show any interest in you, it really means something. From Nancy Graham. Uh, Jason's huge. Not just a six foot five guy you see in town and think, wow, he's tall, but buff and nearly seven feet. He could easily break my spine or launch me into the astral plane if he so <laughs> desired. Uh, he can and will kick my ass without a second's hesitation. Plus, he's probably got a... 
Go on. Dickosaurus Rex. A 13-incher. <laughs> he's huge. Did I mention he's just enormous and would impale me with his machete without a second thought? It's good. He's good. Jake Fairfield. <laughs> it's good. He's Jake. good. <laughs> Jake. Jake. I knew that was going to be part of it. He has a huge <laughs> dick. They actually say that in one of the movies, too. I don't remember which movie, the girl. but one of the girls. Freddy versus Jason, though. No, it was no, it was one of the other ones. They're like, I bet he has a huge something. Oh, really? Anyway, listen, my guy, I have a fetish for big, apathetic murder men who can squeeze me beneath their hell boots. It's my fetish. It's my sexual fetish. I want Savini Jason to just stomp my head with those shoes. He's so good. I love him. Signed, Jason's personal doormat. Tom Savini. <laughs> That's what he, yeah, he was saying, like, Savini oh, Jason. Oh, Savini Jason. I was like, who's Savini Jason? Um, Savini Jason. Was that the Jason's personal doormat? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jesus. Alan, right here. Oh, how far we got? You can read Which it. Which one? Oh. Jason's, Jason's door. personal doormat. Yeah, the one right after that. Oh, that's a long one. Oh, my gosh. Okay, <laughs> wait, wait. There's a short one before that that I skipped then. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, this... I'm gay, so I'm not exactly attracted to Jason, but if Lady Jason came by, I would let her rip my spine out. Love, Mayu, the... The Kitsune. Yeah. It's Japanese. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lucky for her, there's tons of female Jasons out there, Mm. especially for, like, cosplay and stuff, so good for her. And there's a lot of female Jason uh, fan art. Mm. Um, It's not entirely unnatural for someone to find a fictional slasher attractive, from what I've learned from those that I've met, it's mostly the apathy they possess and any expression of interest from one can make someone appear more special to the slasher in question that makes Jason sexually or romantically attractive to them. And the ability to kill in unique ways seems to be another reason to be included as well. Jason Voorhees' height and inhuman strength are some of the few things that make them admirable. And surprising to some, there are those who do find him physically attractive, myself being one of them. The term for this is better known as teratophilia. I'm going to give that to Eric because he's so eloquent. Which one? Teratophilia. Teratophilia. That's a new one for me. (laughs) The sexual attraction to physically deformed or monstrous people. Throughout each film, Jason's appearance deteriorates more and more, and yet he still grows even more powerful and less human. And something about that makes him very li- a very likable character. He's no man but a monster in the guise of one. He has a quota to fill, and no matter what gets in his way, he doesn't ever give up. If he never got to experience love and happiness as a child, why should anyone else? Why wasn't he allowed to live or even keep his mother? Nothing... Suffice, nothing suffices for him, yeah. and his wrath Although never wavers. Although the correct use of that word is nothing will suffice. No, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, wrath never wavers, but still appearing emotionless makes him seem all the more interesting. Who wouldn't like a big, strong monster capable of killing you in the most extraordinary of ways? And that was written by, oh, Meticulous Hand. Oh, Meticulous Hand. I don't yeah. know. I think words are good. yeah so i'm so happy thank you so much for this blog user you were such a big help they're awesome that i there was what are they called again uh that was uh jason that was all put together by jason vore me please okay yeah (laughs) do you know what vore is 
There's like a lot a, of vor happening in the um, the it fandom right now. Oh yeah. So it's either basically when you get eaten whole. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or just eaten in general. But I think people use it in gif- different, more general oh, like ways. Oh, that's hilarious then. I feel like the original definition of vor is like when you just open up your mouth and just swallow yeah, something. Yes, that's what I was thinking it was eat, but I didn't put it together as like a sexual thing. It's a There's sexual a, yes, thing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> kind of like, like giant women is a sexual thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I first heard of like vor porn when I was looking at or looking at <laughs> when I first heard about when I was looking at something awful and first heard about stuff like that and like heard about furry porn and stuff because like and then there are people who are like I want to be eaten by a dragon and I'm like that's a really really specific really finish specific. and yeah. that must like I just imagine that must really get you off okay yeah I first heard of vor from the Glee fandom mm. yeah. oh. Glee's Glee fans are wild. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Glee fans are um, wild. Found out about a lot of fetishes through the Glee fandom. That's um, all right, so I think we have actually hit every single one of my turn off and turn off columns because we hit creativity. Because Jason love, is willing to kill in many ways. I love when we yeah. have this much material to work with because I feel like our podcasts actually benefit from that. Unlike our last podcast, that was only two films that we hated and we recorded nope. for Easier three to just hours. talk about how much we hate. Hey, you guys want to talk about how much we hate Snow White a little more? Let's right talk now. about Snow White and Ravenna for nope, like no, hold on. another no, no, 45 no, no, minutes. No, no, yeah. no. We'll, we'll do that after. All right. Let's, let's, okay. No, no, no. So, okay, Jason. Se- sexy or not, Jason? Let's whip it. Okay. Starting with <sighs> Alan. <laughs> Jason, uh, Alan, Jason, hot or not? Uh, for me, no. But uh, why? Why I don't like big guys that push me around. I'm a skinny nerd. I don't like that. So there that's you. fair. <laughs> there was actually um a graph that I saw. Oh, that was some of the stuff I forgot to talk about. That's okay. There was a graph on Tumblr that was a, a triangle graph. And it was prep, goth, jock, and it placed all of the horror, famous horror villains on that scale. Oh. And so Carrie, even though some people had a problem with this, they put Carrie in the prep uh, pinnacle. And then I she think wants the. To be popular. Yeah, then the goth mm-hmm. pinnacle was the Babadook. And then the jock pinnacle was um, the Predator. And then right next to, between, between the goth end and the prep end, Jason Voorhees was. A little towards uh, jock. Jock, yeah. So he was like a, a hockey mask. He's a jock. It's a hockey mask. And the, he's played sports. I think sports. they called him Jorths or something. Jorths. Yeah. So awesome. Jason was kind of goth, but very, very heavily leaning towards jock. And I yeah. thought that was really cute. That makes and sense. then they had like, uh, they had Mike Myers on the same line, but he was goth, mm-hmm. like leaning towards goth, but kind White of makeup. jock. And mm-hmm. then they had like Freddy Krueger between prep and um goth and then they had leather face on prep and jock but he was leaning towards prep a little bit more because he likes to make himself up you know make himself look good (laughs) it was very cute (laughs) oh yeah i think with jason the the unknown and the mystery scares me a lot where i'm like i'm more in the wingman team for jason than where i'm like i'd like to see freddie try and seduce me like that would be zany fun (laughs) Zany. I would just be scared by Jason's courtship. So yeah. I, I, th- 
Oh my god, that I, would be horrifying, I, which is why I love it so I much. I love a lot of parts of it, but like, it would be, it would be too much. I have to decline on this one. He is, I will say he is sexy, but I will say he's not for me. After, after you're, you saying Freddy's courtship out loud, I can't even like think right now. That should but be a movie, I'll The try. Courtship of Freddy. <sighs> Alright. Oh wait. Um, yeah. I find him attractive pretty much for the same reasons all the people from Tumblr. Yeah. It's like tall, big, not so much that like, oh, the fact that he can snap my neck, but it, I think like the thought that he can throw you around a little bit is kind of fun. I have to say yes because I like your deep breath after this. There were, I mean, there's so many different types of Jasons, but I actually found him physically attractive some sometimes, um, and like I really, really liked his character in Freddy vs. Jason just because he was so innocent. And online right now, there is. A, there's this thing about Jason being like the sweet summer child and he's so innocent and protect my son, Jason, and he's such a sleepy, like, and I feel like that whole thing ori really originated from Freddy vs. Jason, even though he's been in so many other films with so many different other personalities, but there's fan art of him just like holding like baskets of flowers and girls just love to just treat him like this like protective like thing. And then, and obviously there's the other side of it too, so I'm into all of that, so I will say yes, he is hot. Food? Food! Hmm. I'm thinking head cheese, because it's disgusting. Yeah, because it has maggots! In uh, Friday the 13th 6, they show a lot of close-ups of his face, he has maggots on his face and in his eyes. Maggots fall, like, off of his body and stuff, and it's that is what head cheese is. And it's just... Mixed with a bunch of random shit. It's just like it's leftover. It's rancid. Yeah, it's it's down. literally like you make cheese out of meat. So you just let it sour and you just let it like stew in its own shit and you put it on a cracker. Plus head like cheese. Gross. You have to eat it because the the maggots that are in it can um, bite your mouth and poison you. So with head cheese, when you chew it, the rancid cheese, you have to chew everything very well. Oh. Because you don't want the maggots to live no. inside your stomach. No. Oh, wait. That I think we're gross. thinking of two different types of cheeses. Because there cheese. is a That's cheese. cheese. No, there's like, there's a cheese where maggots are inside the cheese. Like, it's a milk cheese. But I'm thinking and of like, head the cheese is head brain, cheese is like it? meat. It's, yeah, it's It's brain. literally a bunch of different types of meats. Mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. like, they okay, because make... when you said that, I was like, head cheese isn't really meat. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bunch of different kinds of meats they put to, it's like leftover shit that they couldn't use for anything else, that they put together, that is literally, like, put together in a way where you can still eat it, but it's kind of fermented, too. And it has maggots so in like, that, too? No, but there is oh. a cheese out there that is made with maggots. Like, you cut into it, and you see the That's maggots head in cheese. there. That's yeah. head cheese. But there is, it's called head cheese in there, and it's made out of all, it's, like, meat. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. I think that the cheese Love that it. you are talking about, though, they only sell in, like, they don't sell in America. It's, like, shit you can never oh, get yeah, in America. It's, it's super like, illegal here. It's oh. super, <laughs> it's, like, crazy European. Like, you gotta go. Out. You probably can get it in France. Oh, Maybe yeah. head yeah, cheese yeah. is just a, den a general term. It, the last is it just time, a term for awful in general? I guess. <laughs> Maybe. The, I, I saw it on, like, a Not cooking an a, show, and they were calling it head cheese. And it was the, what I what I had described because it even mm. looks like disgusting. She's a yeah. hacker fan. Um, right? That's crazy. She's so that literally says head cheese on Wikipedia, and that is not what I was describing. It's <laughs> yeah, so funny. Like it's 
what is it? It's a I had one. Pickled is known as sauce. So maybe yeah, yeah maybe it is called Maybe head cheese is just a broad term then. Not a dairy cheese, but terrine or meat jelly made with flesh from the head of a calf or pig or less common Ugh. like a sheep or cow often set it's in It's more like blood stick. sausage, I think. I yeah. Think it is more yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like a gross form of making. I'll uh, bring some next time. <laughs> You'll have some at your party? <laughs> uh, actually, me and Molly are pretty into awful, so we, yeah. we, we would eat it, but we're crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna go a little uh, softer, softer core, and go with dirt and worms, which is a an American children's dish wherein you crush Oreo cookies to make it look like dirt, and then you bury gummy oh, worms yeah, inside in of it. it. Yeah, and I think you can put like other stuff in there too. But basically, the general idea is like, look, you guys, is there worms in that dirt? And then you eat it because it's all just candy. Oh, okay. Let's, yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. That Delightful. Thank you. Do you have a food? No, I don't. I have no <laughs> idea. Come on, I have no on. idea. <laughs> I like the cheese because he has holes mine in his for mask, this would be, I don't know. <laughs> mine for this would be uh, like cake balls. Like, Why? It comes back to the, the quick kills thing and like the practicality thing where it's like you eat a cake ball fast and you're like, oh, that's good. I'm done. That was dessert. Yum. <laughs> I love it. It's just sort of yeah. like... It's, it's not like about quick and easy. I like your approach. Because because Jason again is that force of nature, so it's not about like like it's all about the build up to it more than the thing itself. Oh, so yeah. I like a diminutive diminutive oh, dessert because it also is it's like okay maybe it's not okay I take it back it's not a cake ball a cake ball that you take two hours to eat because yeah. you are slowly moving it towards <laughs> your face. And then the moment you hit it, it's like, ah, yeah, that's the Jason moment right there. This isn't yeah. a uh, Dragon Ball Chocolate Z episode. <laughs> okay, sea urchin again. <laughs> no, but he's not a sea urchin. I actually can't compare him to that. Okay, come on, Alan. No, I it's seriously like have no idea. Pudding or jello. Steal the worms. I can't think of in a food related. We don't, we, yeah. I don't so think we made our. We didn't make our other guests make up a food. Did we not? I don't think so. Yeah. We'd have to tell them in advance. Like, I didn't hey, even think know of our food. Get really figurative with your thinking. Yeah. Well, you said holes in his mask, so let's just give you Swiss cheese and be done with it. I, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> the Swiss cheese defense. Yep. So, I'm fucking pumped about next month. Oh, yeah, because we're going to do it. There is something happening online right now, like right as I'm speaking. You can Google this because they've made articles on it, like BuzzFeed articles on it already. Uh, Apparently, the entire, well, not the entire internet. I would say a good 60% of the internet wants to, quote, fuck the clown. Um, And that's basically what our podcast is based on. So I anticipated when I saw the trailers for the It film coming out. It's a young actor. He's 26, Bill Sarsgaard. He's, I don't know, attractive, I guess, in real life. And I was like, okay, it's a younger actor. This movie looks like it's kind of for a younger art audience because they're making it kind of look like a Stranger Things type thing going on. So it's going to attract like a younger crowd. So I was like, oh, this is this is probably going to be a good candidate to do on our podcast someday. And Little did I know. Shall. Oh my God. And then at first I was like really nervous that it was just going to blow up and then like, be done with it by the time we got our podcast out but there is just to like for a little taste just to, for an example there are three separate tumblr blogs their entire blog is specifically designed to take in what we call our creep corner stories 
So just all day long, they just post people's submissions of every sexual position they want, every fantasy they have, just the way they feel about this clown. So we're going to have a doing. lot to talk about yeah, next for month. For sure. Oh, I'm I realize, so excited. I realize there's only one film out and we're going to have a sequel coming up soon, but we are getting on this wave. The number one horror <laughs> film ever. And it's the number one horror film ever. ever so yeah. Definitely watch the miniseries yeah. and then go watch the new one. Eric wanted to wanted us to cover the miniseries at one point. So we should do that. I am actually... I would like to do a Tim Curry episode, but we'll talk about that more There's later. so many Tim Currys yeah. to choose from. There are. Yeah, there's that's so why, Home Alone yeah. 2. <laughs> Last Thanks for listening. Anyway. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Friday the 13th. Have fun. 2017. Be safe. Be safe. We'll see you next month for Pennywise the Clown from 2017's It. Yes. Um, a send in Creep Corner stories, just like the ones that you've heard tonight, except for you send them in on your own. I don't ask for them from you. You send them in because you're proud of yourself and your and your ideas and your thoughts and your feelings. Send that to hotbadpod at gmail.com or you can visit our Tumblr page, hotbadpod, and send it to us through a submission. Visit our Facebook and our Twitter, and I want you to have a great night and have a happy Halloween. Yay! Happy Halloween! Boo! I mean, boo! 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 Boo!